One Sunday morning, during the service, a 2,000-strong congregation was surprised to see two men enter, both of them dressed in black and carrying submachine guns. One of the men shouted, Is there anyone here willing to take a bullet for Jesus? You just stay where you are. Immediately, the choir fled. They were closely followed by the deacons and then by most of the congregation. Only 20 of the 2,000 remained. One of the gunmen took his hood off and said, Okay, pastor, I've got rid of all the hypocrites. Now you can start your service. Have a nice day. (laughs) Are we sure of what we believe and what we stand for? The reality is, in our nation today, we don't have to stand up and be counted in such a way. But there are many, many people who do. And I know if I was asked to take that bullet or be imprisoned or whatever, I'd have to be pretty sure of what I believed. You're not going to do it easily, are you? You're not going to leave your family. You're not going to leave your job, your security, unless you know 100% what you stand for and what you believe. And I would love to think if the gunman, no, I wouldn't love to think if the gunman came in here, but if the gunman did come in here, I would love to think I'd be one of the 20 that remained. But it's an honest question. Would we? Do we strongly believe enough of God's love, grace, and mercy toward us? Paul said to a young man, Timothy, So do not be ashamed to tell people about our Lord Jesus, and don't be ashamed of me in prison for the Lord. But suffer with me for the good news of God, who gives us the strength to do that, saved us, made us holy. That was not because of anything we did ourselves, but because of God's purpose and grace. The grace was given to us through Christ Jesus before time began. But now it's shown to us by the coming of our Savior, Christ Jesus. He destroyed death, and through the good news, he showed us the way to life that cannot be destroyed. I was chosen to tell the good news and to be an apostle and a teacher. And I'm suffering now because I tell the good news. But I'm not ashamed. Why? Because I know Jesus the one in whom I have believed. And I am sure that he is able to protect what he has trusted to me until that day. Wow. Wow. Paul said, I know Jesus. And I am sure I am able. He is able, sorry, to keep. The old uh, AV says to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Paul had an unwaverable, unshakable faith in Jesus Christ. He knew what he stood for. He could give a clear explanation of what he stood for. And he was not afraid to give his life and probably did. He certainly was imprisoned, stoned, beaten because of his faith. He knew the person in whom he believed. Now, those doing the master class, the master life class, I'm sure you're becoming more and more certain and sure of what you believe and what you stand for. And I know speaking to ones I have spoken to and the ones, excuse me, the ones I pray with and pray for, that they are getting a stronger certainty of their faith. But if I, right now, did call you out, could you give a clear, precise definition of what we believe and who we believe? It's quite a challenge, isn't it? It's quite a challenge. Or we're not being like Alice, who can't believe, who does believe, Maybe it is and maybe it isn't. And, and you know, at the end, Geraldine says, well, I don't know what you're talking about. 
You know, it's important today. The world, especially our society, does not have a background in the things of God. I grew up of an age where we had religious education in school. Um, Christianity was the only faith taught. Went to Sunday school. Grew up in that sort of atmosphere. But there are many, many, many today who have no idea. All roads lead to God, maybe. Maybe everyone's right. You just take the best bits from each one. Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one. That means absolutely no one. Kings, queens, Muslim, Hindu, whatever. No one comes to the Father but through me. And often we can stumble, not because we're ashamed, God of what Christ has done for us, but because we are unclear. And I've just bought a little challenge, really, for us today. I'm not going to speak in for very long at all. You'd be pleased to know. I have bought a little challenge. I grew up in the Methodist church, and we use this uh, occasionally. And I know in the Church of England, they use it regularly. And it's a thing called the Apostles' Creed. And it outlines everything that we, as believers, stand for. What we believe, and it helps us to give a clear outline of who we are as God's people. It simply says this, I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, and the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and he sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. Now, that's not those that run fast. That's just an old-fashioned word for living. He will come and judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. Now, that is not a denomination, the Holy Catholic Church. It's the church universal, the church worldwide. Every born-again believer is part of the Holy Catholic Church. The communion of the saints, that's the fellowship we have, the support we give one to another. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the body. And I believe in the life everlasting. The day we met Jesus and he became our saviour, eternal life began then. It doesn't begin the day we die. We already are walking in eternal life. It's good to know what we stand for, isn't it? To be able to give an explanation of the things we believe. I'm going to have these to hand out at the end if you want to take a copy. It's good to learn it. Some habits are good habits. Church of England, I've preached there a few times. Usually in the service, that's repeated. So much, it becomes part of you. It becomes part of who we are. So when somebody says, what do you believe? Well, I believe in God the Father, maker of heaven and earth. And it goes on. And it enables us to give a clear, precise outline of who we are as believers. Otherwise, how do we recognize if something isn't right. Speaking to a couple recently, they went to a church and it seemed right. It seemed good. In fact, it seemed quite exciting. But then warning bells began to ring. I thought, "Uh uh-uh, this isn't God. This isn't right. And they checked it out and they left. But we need to know those things. Otherwise, we get entrapped and ensnared. Now, I have gone through and I've produced an explanation of everything, but I'm not going to go through that this morning because time's moving on. But we as God's people, one day may be called to account. I would like to think that if that gunman was pointing the gun at me, I could stand firm for what I believed in. 
I truly do. We don't know till we're tested, do we? We think of that man in prison right now, dying because of what he believes in. We either believe all, or in the end we believe none. We can't pick and choose from God's word. It's not possible we either believe all of it or none of it. It's just how it is. Because if we started out some of it, then the rest of it can't be true. So I just want to encourage us this morning. Those athletes we've seen at the Olympics went to a great, great length to be fit for the race they're racing. Great sacrifice. Laid time aside. Laid family aside. Laid things you'd rather do aside. Just to win that medal. I'm challenging me this morning as well as you. Are we willing to know, to live, to breathe what we believe? So we can give a good account. Not just on that last day, but to anyone who asks us. We can be sure and certain. So if that gunman arrived, we may lose courage but we won't lose faith. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit who equips us and enables us. Thank you for our salvation. Thank you that you are creator. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for Jesus who died on Calvary. Thank you for one another. Lord, thank you for all that goes to give us such an assurance that you love us, that you forgive us, that we have eternal life. May we... Be great athletes ready to go for you when asked to give account, we pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. There will be um, people on the door who can give you a copy of the Apostles' Creed. I'm challenging myself, challenging you. Let's see if we can learn it and know just what it is that we stand for before Christ so we can give an account. Thank you, Ben. Amen.